It's a pleasure to have you join us on today's episode of The Radiant Sun. Our topic for discuss today is one that has seemed to be gaining a lot of traction in the media. I mean, you cannot scroll through your Twitter timeline without having to see NFTs or Web3 or cryptocurrency. So today we are going to be addressing a fragment of the broad space. I am the Ivy Queen and I look forward to having a lot of fun conversation with you today. Okay, so my guest is a blockchain and crypto enthusiast. We are going to be talking about Web3 and the creative. So, having seen a lot of things about NFTs, about Web3 on the internet, how exactly does it concern certain group of persons how exactly does it concern creative because it's one thing to be all over the place it's one thing for us to know how it concerns us and how we can grab opportunities in this space so i am going to begin my conversation with mr Uduakabasi. so i am Udun Uduakabasi. Uh, I, I call myself uh, a crypto enthusiast and blockchain advocate. Personally, I have come to to recognize, I have seen and I have touched through my hands the importance of um, blockchain and crypto, how revolutionary this technology is, how important it is to our personal finance, our businesses, and uh, of course our community. Okay, so there has been there's been this recent recent crave for Web three. I'm sure before we go to three, there is one, there is two. So I'd like you to take us through the journey, through the Web one, Web two, and Web three journey. Yeah, you're correct. Um, it, it this is similar to when we had um, the the bandwidth for data for for internet rather. Um, before we now have. 5G, there was, we have 5, 5, 4G, 3G, 2G, and all of that. So it's similar to that. Um, I, I just had to bring that up so that um, we can. Winkleman, if I'm not mistaken, I think he sold his NFTs for a large sum of amount. Even yeah. the um, former co founder of Twitter, yeah. Jack, yeah. he sold his first ever tweets as an NFT. Yes. So, how can you explain what NFT is yeah. to a five-year-old? Okay, so to to a five-year to a five-year-old boy or girl, that would be a huge task. But um, such that there are some things that I, I might want to say, but they don't relate to it. Okay. But I'll make the description pretty easy. Okay. So before. We had NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Of course, they are fungible tokens. So what what do all of this mean? So fungible tokens are the things that we can exchange for another of that same quantity and that same value, such that uh, if it is exchanged or interchanged, it still remains the same thing. Okay, wait, like if I give... Um one dollar to someone here in Nigeria, it has the same value with one dollar else in USA. Mm. Like a, a dollar here is 
a dollar somewhere else. It, it, Same value. Uh, no, um, that is that is true. that is not what particularly what NFTs. You know, it 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 doesn't really fit to the description. I, I mean, for fungible tokens that I'm talking about. E, 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 okay, okay, for fungible tokens. Um, you know that the dollar is priced differently depending on the region. So let's just use something that is within a particular region. Okay. Yeah. So because what's on my mind when you just mentioned the dollar is um, how much the dollar is to Naira okay, and then okay, how much okay, is okay. in Zimbabwe, <laughs> in Venezuela, <laughs> right, you know. Right. So okay. let's use Naira. Okay. So right. a, a fungible token like Naira, we can call Naira a fungible token such that if I, if I give you 1,000 Naira and then I ask for that 1,000 Naira back, you can give me two founding naira notes and then I'll gladly accept. It is still my money. Okay. So what just happened is um, is the same value, is the same quantity. What just what um, the difference is in the notes is in the object itself. But it still has the same value. It can be interchanged, you know. So I gave you one thousand naira notes, you gave me two founding naira notes, that's fine. So it's the same thing, maybe 200 naira, 500 naira notes. I'll still accept it's 1,000 okay, naira. What if, what if you give me the 1,000 naira notes and then someone like, um, someone like, say, Whiskey signs on the 1,000 naira notes? Is it, still, <laughs> is it still the same thing? Uh, well, for, for, for money, you know, it, 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 um, it then depends on, 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 on the value that I would love to put on it. Whiskey's signature is on the 1,000 Naira note. Will the value still be 1,000 Naira? Well, um, I really cannot say. But you know that value is... Um, oh, oh, okay, because I'm using whiskey. If Mark Zuckerberg... What I mean is... What I mean is... Okay. Um, as much as that 1,000 Naira note might not remain 1,000 Naira because a, um, a world-renowned celebrity put a signature on it, it's definitely not 1,000 naira so not anymore. So non-fungible <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. You know, so okay. Because um, um, I might bring that 1,000 naira note and then I'm like, I'm exchanging this for 1 million naira. Yes, the value is now yeah. higher. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was really, really sharp. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, um, okay. Well, what I wanted to explain about that is... Um, um, sometimes we are not the ones that that give value to a thing. Okay. So it is it is it, it um there's some sort of perceived value, and so people will suddenly assume that oh it's whiskey, and so that naira note that one thousand naira note does not remain one thousand naira anymore. So it's not like I can, you know, just um, bestow a value to it, but it's it's perceived from outsiders. So um, that's basically fungible and non-fungible so fungible is that it can be interchanged non-fungible it cannot let's say a phone um let's say iphone 13 a particular type of it so i got i got it from a shop and then maybe i don't like it or, or maybe i discover the flaw i can return that phone and then get back the same iphone 13 the same spec and everything so um that's a fungible token or it, it could it could be in a car you know, things that uh, are similar like that, you know. Well, but the fungible tokens um, that applies to, rather, the non-fungible tokens that applies to, to Web3, 
um they could be artworks they could be video they, it could be a recording you know these are things that you cannot interchange for the same thing because they are unique on their own okay. you know, is, is so. there a time limit as as to the kind of video or media contents that can be uploaded uh, not at all it, so it, i can upload I, I can sell a, a one-hour video as an nft of course if people find it interesting yeah yeah so remember you're not the one that gives value to it so it's people that give so you, you might try to give value to it and then people might not see the value that you're giving to it you know, so it might even do much more than the value you give. After all, um, when people, a renowned artist, in fact, it is through people uh, that I got to know about NFTs, Michael Winkman, so yeah. Yes, Michael Yeah, Mike Winkman, okay, so. Um, uh, Apologies he, for not saying the name correctly. <laughs> he's a digital artist, yes, uh, and he, one of his NFTs sold for a huge price and you know, it, it, it actually beats yeah it actually beats his expectation before before um, five, uh, every day's 5,000 yeah uh, I think that's the title of the, the artwork or, or yeah every days so that artwork particularly he, he was documenting his journey in in drawing in art so he, he, for 5,000 days, so from year day, day two to day, day 5,000, and then he brought all of this into a collection and then he put it up for sale. Yeah, it was at the Christie's auction. Yeah, it, it actually blew his mind because he didn't even expect So you see that some, someone found a lot of value in that. Right. And, um, okay, um, on, the, on the term of um, fungible and non-fungible tokens in cryptocurrency language, yeah. um, I, I was made to understand that BTC or Ethereum, those are fungible tokens. Okay. Because yeah. of the value. One BTC is equal to one, one BTC. BTC yes. exactly. Yes, but for non-fungible tokens, it's like... Um, one the, artwork is not equal to the yes. next artwork because both of them are different. Exactly. One music ad or one GIF, one JPEG, you know. Those, those, those all have different values and that's yeah. what costs the, the um, variety. Well, um... According to Statista, NFTs sold as an artwork. NFTs sold as an artwork generated about um, 12.9 million US dollars in 2020. And I mentioned earlier that um, the former co-founder of Twitter, yeah. Jack, sold his first ever tweet as an NFT for more than 2.9 million dollars. Yeah. And um, it's it's just mind blowing to know that this particular amount could be made for. A digital asset, and and to think that um, Mike Winkleman's, okay, he he programmed his NFT to get ten percent royalty on every sale. So it means it's one thing for me to own it and then selling it to somebody else. I get to keep making money from what they are selling. It's my content, and it brings us to the next conversation with regards to creatives. Okay. So I can own something. And then what, what, what is the, what's the guarantee that when I sell it to this other person, yeah. they are not owning the right to it? Because if I'm selling to you, does that mean I'm also selling my legal rights to this person to own it? I mean, Jack Winkleman is still making 10% off yeah. his art. Yeah. So other people that have bought it, does it mean that he no longer remains the owner of artwork? Uh, well, since you sold it, um, you have, you have you've sold your ownership rights to... 
to the person that bought it. Now, um, they are, they are, they might meet, there might be um, differences such that um, I, who created the artwork, I, I might still love to, you know, to retain the ownership, ownership rights. Okay. So um, it, all of it depends on the artist, you know, the, the, the original owner of that art. And um, it also depends on who is advising him or how, yeah, yeah, and, and how he wants his art. After all, it is artwork, so it, it, it all depends on how he wants it to be marketed and how he wants it to be passed down to the next person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so ownership of NFTs, you have said, um, and it, it's, it, has, it, it has been seen to promote ownership. Because it's unique. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's unique, unique to one person. So I, I want you to explain the whole one of one thing. Because I go to the market space. Oh, NFTs, yes. Um, they, they have market space where yeah. they sell this, yeah. um, this collectibles yeah. or this data. And yeah. most times when I go and I, and I scroll through these images, I see one of one. I see one of 21. Yeah. I see one of 2005. Okay. So what exactly do they mean? What does it mean? Okay. So... Um, some of them are a collection of the same items. Okay. What what um. Uh, so there can be a collection of eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight of similar items. And some some the, there can be a collection of eight hundred or eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight of of the same item. Okay. Similar is not the same as the same. Some English homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, this morning I was on a project that had 8,888 of the same um, digital art. No wonder you see. No wonder you had to use 8,888. <laughs> yeah. okay. In fact, uh, most. most there, there are a, a lot of collections that have that same number. So I've, I, I see that that number keeps recurring. So um, 8,888 um, collection of, let's say, um, um, of, of, okay, of a particular art. Now, we now have this, that same art into 8,888 places. Okay, okay, I think I understand. Yeah, so yes, there can only be that. Now, there's another collection that uh, of this same 8,888, but there are differences. And so, it could, one artwork could be the guy wearing a cap, you know, I'm just assuming, and then the other one could be the guy holding the cap in the hand. Okay, but okay. But it's all a collection of the same um, type of stuff. So um, just to draw the point um, home, assume, um, let's assume that we have 8,888 human beings, particularly 8,888 men. <laughs> and so these 8,888 men, one is wearing a cap, the other is wearing a t-shirt, the other is wearing a polo, you know, and all 8,888, none of them is the same. They are just right. wearing different like the, like outfits. Like the board ape, for example. Okay, okay. yeah. I mean, we see, we see one board ape on, 
uh, on space, and then we see another one wearing helmets, then we yeah. see another one wearing a face exactly. mask. Exactly. So that's, that's exactly. a collection. Exactly. But it's not enough. the same. No, yes, not similar. at all. Yeah. So it's yeah. like they, they have, have similar. Particular catalog is like, okay, we're using apes. Yeah. But their, their outfits or the outfits would, would vary. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Okay, okay. So exactly. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, there's, there's an artwork that recently sold for over 20 million. Naira yeah. or dollars? 20 million dollars. Of course, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this this morning, I, I got the information and it really, I, I have to say, it shocked me. Because um, this guy has been holding this for over four years. Wow. Yes. That is where value comes in. That's yes. what's non fungible. Yeah, he has been holding it for four years. And holding such an asset for four years, that's like uh, since 2017 or, or, or 2016. And it's climbing value, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So um, the, the, the artwork, particularly, is, uh, is crypto punk. So, um, CryptoPunk is another uh, collection of assets that, that have been there for a long time. You know, all of these are algorithmically um, created, you know, such that they are different generally. You know, they are different. I think Jay-Z owns a CryptoPunk. There are some guys that own different CryptoPunks. Talk of creatives in the... NFT market space. Yes, yeah. Eminem was the one that blew our minds. <laughs> I mean, if I, that, it was the news of Eminem buying a particular board ape art NFT for over four hundred thousand US dollars. That was that was what drew my attention to NFT. I'm like, wait, what is this? What is <laughs> someone will buy a picture for what? How much? How much? So I had to go and make my research, and and I realized that NFTs have been have been on for a long time, not just for just it's, it's not just for crypto pundits yeah, yeah. it's for creating you can be a visual artist you draw you, yeah, you paint you can be a photographer the thing i can be a photographer and then made yes that reminds me i know i know of a friend who took a picture and then uploaded it a lot of persons were on blogs took it up and shared and then he had to mint it to an nft and he sold for 0.666 ethereum that particular picture it's it's like a gold mine it's like a resource place that a lot of creatives need to tap into now imagine imagine me having to me as an artist having to release my my album as yeah. an nft yeah. that's me bridging the gap of my publishers the yeah. record label because yeah. when most things most persons don't understand is that when artists put songs out they think that every money they amass goes to the artist. No, they have people to pay. They have their money just to pay. The record label takes their share. The publishing company takes their share. There's the collection society. So all of this points to the fact that the money is distributed to various avenues. But if I sell as an NFT, I don't... I'm bridging those gaps. In fact, I cannot decide, okay, I've got to pay this guy. Okay, I've got to pay this guy. But you're not the one doing the job of going to pitch my song for me. All I have to do is convert it and and most nfts have specific signatures like unique signature you know okay this is from this is from the owner yeah. it's like there's an imprint and it is stored on the 
blockchain. Yeah, of course. So of course. I know that there is evidence, there is proof that I own this, and then selling it out it wouldn't be a problem. It's more money. It's it bridges the gap between the fans and the artists. Yeah. Because now it's me selling directly to my fans. Yeah. I'm selling directly to you, like, yo, you get the song, and you're free to resell it at any amount <laughs> you want. Just. <laughs> I can say okay. I get five percent commission off each sales. Yeah, that's yeah. that's mind blowing. Yeah, so, so yeah, the other thing that um, the whole Web three and, and NFTs particularly um, uh, gives someone is um, you don't have to be restricted by location. Right. So, right. Um, the, you could be in a location that. Yeah, people in that particular environment they don't appreciate your art but taking your art now to the blockchain through nfts uh yeah it, it can get as wide as you it's know possible and then you don't you don't have to be afraid of um, um copyright infringement yeah exactly because you're the owner yeah it it's 100 percent yours to. yeah you it's, know um and minting minting is, is simply just uh, the process of taking that ad to the blockchain and so you pay a certain amount which is gas fees and dependent on the blockchain or rather the network either um, ethereum or solana <laughs> yeah so it, it 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 just depends on the network that you are on and then yeah it, but um buju hit by buju Let's let's assume that um, I actually got the whitelist spot for Heads by Buju. Wow! And I, I I didn't go ahead to mint it. Um, what did I do to get a spot? I invited friends. So it, I think twenty or fifty people joined through that particular invite link. And yeah, so this is one of the things that you can do to get whitelist spots. It depends on the activity. If it's on Discord, if it's on Twitter, there are Twitter giveaways, there are activities on Discord. I know the commissioner has changed to, <laughs> to whitelist support and all of that. Right, it's, but, it's necessary. Yeah, but uh, these are the things that you see. In fact, there's been a craze recently on, on fan art. So, uh, a particular NFT project can tell you, okay, you do a fan art to get yourself on the whitelist spot, you know, and you see crazy fan art. In <laughs> fact, the other day, um, John uh, Don Jazzy was hustling for a whitelist spot. <laughs> yeah, so you see that um, whitelist spots. Like, I mean, NFTs. Anyone at all can 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 hustle, you know, for for an NFT. And um, I I have a friend. Is is is. He's a photographer, and um, he, 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 we were in talks last month about moving his art to to the digital space. So um, I was giving him some some guideline on what to do and how to go about it, um, and also he's, he's, he's based in Lagos, and I had to tell him that um, okay, he, he, he did a show. In December last year, if 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 I if I were to be in Lagos, I would have attended. But this is one of the things that NFT does to 
feed them. You don't have a restriction to your location. Whereas if you had that art digitally, or maybe uh, maybe after that show, he sold pieces of it, or sold the show, and you put it into the blockchain and then sold them out digitally. I could have got one for myself. Right. I have a bag. This is one of the <laughs> merchandise from that event. Yeah, with that's, my idols. That's beautiful. And so they, they just tell you that I, I was really interested in the show, but I couldn't, couldn't attend. Wow. Yeah. So it's good that if you're a photographer, you can you can create a collection. In fact, um, I keep telling one of my friends who is a visual artist that um, you really do not have to reinvent the wheel. All you have to do is to copy creatively. So what did people do to sell an ad for $69 million? He, he documented his drawing for the period of 5,000 days. Brought all of them together and together and minted them and put it up for sale. And so you as a visual artist, you can do similar process. Right. You can, whatever it is, you can create, because it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, sometimes what people buy is, uh, they buy the tenacity you've put in creating the whole of that. Right. They, they buy the discipline. It's not necessary because they know you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So someone might just appreciate that, oh, this is something that you do. In fact, um, a Philippine, a Filipino, someone from the Philippines, a student, I think 21 or 19 years, his NFT sold for over one million dollars. And what was the NFT? A selfie of him in front of the PC for a period of days. I don't know how many days, but many days. Different pictures in front of the PC. And so you remember the whole collection thing. It, it, it works. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So you can do a certain process and you keep documenting them. After a period of time, if I can start, this is February, we are entering March. So you can start right? your, your documentation process in yes, March all up to December. All I have to do is re- record a podcast for about <laughs> two, two minutes, two, two minutes for the next 40 days and, and, or probably or more. And then you can, you can pick out something from each of those podcasts. So some, anything at all, but just create a collection. You, know, you don't really have to be creative about it. You're well, well, trying it, to create something new, entirely new. That's, no, that's, but what has worked in the past will always like work. work. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So you see that it, this, these are untapped um, waters for the creatives, for content creators. Definitely. Is there a limitation as Nigerians to dive into the waters of NFTs? Uh, I, I really do not know the regulatory framework around that in Nigeria, but I've, I've always not limited myself. Because of my of because of my location, location. I've I've successfully done a lot in crypto, and if 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 I were to follow uh, the CBM policy of crypto and all of that, I mean you really cannot ban crypto. It's decentralized. You you can't have access to you know, so uh, yeah, we shouldn't even limit ourselves to our location. In fact, you should you should be very confident of your art. Now, this is something I find really interesting. Um, uh, many uh, across the continents of the world there have been different contributions to from each of these parts of the world to the global space and so um, we've, we've had 
Europe contributes um, in in machines, you know, the whole industrialization process and all of that. So they've contributed to the world through machines and they've had Nobel and um, Nobel physicists, chemists and all of that, you know. Um, we've had the same thing in America, even as um, athletes, you know, doing pretty well, competing, you know, bring all of this. But in Africa, what I've noticed is that Africa is extremely rich in art. True, very true. Extremely very rich true. in art. And so if, if, if it is only what we have, why not? Right, make the most of it. Yeah, exactly. In, imagine putting, um, imagine um, working on an art, say, about the old Benin kingdom in yeah. Nigeria yeah. and then putting up as an NFT. There are persons, historians that are interested in our in our culture as Africans, exactly. even as Nigerians, so we just make the most of it. Exactly. There are a lot of opportunities, a whole lot. All you have to do is just be, be passionate about what you do. For me, I'm not an artist. I wish <laughs> I had those skills, you know. Um, I would have long done a collection. <laughs> we, we've talked about NFTs and then it seems like digital artists own the space, but we, are, we have said that it, it can include photographs as a photographer. It can yeah. include, um, can include GIFs, yeah, yeah. people call it GIFs. It can yeah. include that, it can include um, media, it, it can be anything. Anything at all. Like I said, that student uh, from the Philippines that took, I think he wasn't even serious about it. All he did was different photos that he had taken over the years in front of his PC, Amazing. took them up, minted it, and then he sold for over $1 million worth in, in, in Ethereum. Amazing. So we can see that. So he, he wasn't even a digital artist. He wasn't. Yeah. So you can, you can do your own stuff, you know, just anything at all. Remember, this, this is unique, you know, and sometimes you're not the one to place value on what you're doing. Some some might just like what you're doing, right? Yeah. Right. And right. in a world that there there are a lot of uh, we are we are we are very different, and people appreciate different things, different mm -hmm. from the other person. And so some might just appreciate the fact that okay, it's from an African or maybe it's from a Nigerian, or can appreciate the artwork, can appreciate you as a person. Anything at all. Okay. Well, well. Um, to add to that, an EDM artist. Jacquees Green, if I'm not mistaken, he sold one of his tracks. He sold his track that was released in 2011. He sold it as an NFT, and it fetched him about twenty-seven thousand dollars. Twenty-seven thousand dollars in royalties. Yes. So it's, it's an opportunity open to a lot of persons. But um, we know that NFTs are sold in marketplaces, yes, right? Yes. And do we have any homegrown marketplace in Nigeria? You know, uh, I, okay, I'm not aware of any. Okay, in, uh, even in Africa, there might be, okay. but personally, I'm not aware. You, you'd rather you'd rather be involved in the in the um, Western marketplace because you know that that's where you can get the traction and the audience you see. Of, of course, of okay. course, of course. You know, okay. and and the, these are these are marketplaces that have been there for some time. So definitely, they have the numbers. Okay, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, guys, this has been sort of an interesting conversation. So I'm just going to quick run through the advantages of the NFT for a creative. So one, it gives you unique ownership. It's a decentralized network, as he has said. For artists, I mean music artists, it is a source of income for you, especially as royalty. And then another one, it, it takes creative 
to the global level as he said it, it's not you're not worried about your current environment or your oh. current region getting into this particular industry is one that's that is ready to welcome you and receive you in open arms yeah and yeah this is not entirely strange the internet has broken a lot of borders but, yes that's true and so we are all that's living true. in a global village and so nft is also a, a way of expressing taking that. advantage of it yeah. okay guys well i'm sure that you must have picked one or two and and this particular conversation is one i'm sure can prick the interest of one that was not even interested in in NFTs, so you know that as a creative, you have opportunities in this space, and the advice is for you to take it. Thank you so much, Mr. Drakobasi, for joining us, and uh, it has been an enlightening session. So we've been informed, we've been educated, and entertained as well. Your your laugh is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank and you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure to share and also learn about um, this the whole crypto, everything that involves crypto. Okay guys, so uh, until we come here again next time, do not forget to like, share, and we appreciate the comments as well. Bye. Bye.